Welcome to the Men Refine Podcast. This is a project to help men to recover their identity in Christ through relationships and tools to be better men, husbands, and fathers for our community. Hey friends, I'm Rafael. Welcome to episode number two of the Men Refined Podcast. First, I want to tell you that If you rate and review this content, it will mean a lot to me and uh, will help bring value to others. Also, if this is helpful and encouraging to you, share it with someone else today. Using social media or send it via text to somebody, just share it with somebody. Only if it is helpful and is encouraging to you. I'm calling this episode, How to Act Like a Man. How to act like a man. Very often I find myself thinking through how I really want to get to be a good man or a great man. I know, I know the word seems kind of like a great man. How, how do we do great things for the Lord and for my family? I think that's where I want to go to. I really find myself thinking about that very often. How to be a great man and do great things for the Lord and for my family. And uh, I always come to this conclusion. I need to step up. I need to get better. I need to spend time in the Word. I need to change certain attitudes in my life and just change the way I do certain things too. Because my desire is to be a leader and to lead my family to live their lives for Jesus Christ, and also to, to be able to, to build up and to equip the church constantly. You know, it's, it's, all my, it's in my head. And how do I do this as a layman? I mean, how do we get to accomplish this? And I come to the conclusion that is, it's very simple, very simple. And it starts with staying connected to Jesus Christ. Staying in the Word, it's, it's a key portion of this journey. Staying in the Word. That's how we help lead others. That's how we help lead uh, our families to live their lives for Jesus Christ. And, that, and by doing that, then you're helping and you're equipping the church that you are part of. In this case, the church that we are part of. We're very, very invested in the church that we are part of. And, and that's always, always been in my head, especially in the times when, when I fall way, way short of this. And um, because we all make mistakes, and I make mistakes, way too many. But I am encouraged that the desire is even there, even when I make mistakes. There's also a tension that continues to remain between the culture that we live in and how the culture defines manhood and how men are supposed to behave and what the Bible's actually definition of manhood. And I'm very sure I am not alone. So if that's the case, what do we do as men? How do we handle this? How do we handle this? I want to go back to the Bible. So let's go Bible on this, and I wanna I wanna stay on First Corinthians, um, sixteen thirteen. 
1 Corinthians 16.13, it says, Be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong. It's pretty clear. Be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong. The Bible is full of areas telling us to be strong. You can look up uh, Deuteronomy uh, chapter 31, verses 6 and 7. You can look up Joshua chapter 1, verses 6 and 7 also. You can look up Psalm 27, 14, um, how the Bibles tell us to wait for the Lord, to be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. And I especially like the reference above telling us to act like men. Be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong, from 1 Corinthians 16, 13. The same, the same applies today for all of us men who in reality are acting like boys. And I'm, 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 I'm right here in the midst of this with all of you. There's not an excuse for this. We need to act like men. We need to be able to handle a more critical and direct approach to this. 1 Corinthians 13, 11, it says, When I was a child, this is, this is Paul, When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. But when I became a man, I gave up all my childish ways. Isn't that crazy? How the Apostle Paul comes to write this letter to, to the church and giving an encouragement for them to for the men in the church to men up and act like men. See, we're not children anymore. We're not. I'm not. Sometimes, yes, I act like a child in certain things, but I got to check myself because we're not children anymore. We're not little boys anymore. There was a time when we were children, but as we become men, we give up all our childish ways. Nothing is standing in between us, acting like boys versus men, except for ourselves. So we need to have a little bit of self-consciousness in here, self-awareness in here. The Apostle Paul was encouraging the men to act with courage and strength in obedience to the Lord and with confidence in God's power. As we are obedient to the Lord, I think um, after we become believers, He will and does give us the power and the strength to move through life with courage and confidence. And we want to thank the Holy Spirit for that. That is spirit that lives in us once we receive Jesus Christ. So, we have to make a choice. We have to, guys. We need to become the men that God created us to be. And when Paul mentions, when I became a man, that means he made a decision. Like It's something that he did. I mean, it didn't happen in a vacuum. He made a decision to give up childish ways. Have you made that choice yet? Have we? I really want to encourage you, men, to turn from, your, from the lost, from the selfishness, 
um, the passivity, the rebellion of the teenage years and become what God is calling you to be. What God is calling you to be. I wrote a few hard questions here, and I may not go through all these hard questions, but uh, I will say two or three of these. And and, and one of the questions is, um, do we honor our wives and families in every single conversation about them with others? Do we do that? Next question is, do we spend our money in our ways, in, in a way that honors God, including tithing, giving to others, seeing it ultimately as God's money, always, anyways? Do we do that? Do we watch for that? Are we continuing to st- are we continuing to stand firm in leading our families spiritually, even if we are dead tired at the end of the day, at the end of a long day? Are we communi- uh, communicating with our wives now? Are we even leading our families at all? And when I say are we even communicating with our wives, I want I want to put something very clear here. This is we're talking about you, man. We're talking about you, bro. We're not talking about the wives. So what you do matters. What your wife does, you have no control over that. You're going to have to pray for it. And when the wife acts a certain way, you need to check yourself. What's going on at home? Are you trying to lead your family spiritually? Are you praying for them? And I'm not saying that it's all our fault, but our families are looking up to us. And I think it's very important because, hey, I don't think no, no marriage is perfect, right? But I think it's very important for us as men to be able to figure this out. So we need to invest in ourselves, get better on ourselves. We need to be praying for our wives. Um, and sometimes um, our wives could be deceiving. And that's just... As you, we know, we're, we're sinners in need of a savior. We are sinners. Our wives are sinners. And I don't think everybody has it all figured out. I just don't think that we have this perfect union between a husband and a wife. That does not exist. Now, we are continue each day, every day, trying to get better in our relationships. And I think as each individual person trying to get better, united in Jesus Christ, both will get better at times with God's grace. I definitely believe that. So, um, these are just some questions to ask ourselves that they're probably pretty convicting. But we can choose to respond in two ways. We can can decide to, to... to take it and, and guilt ourselves and tell others that we're not good enough and that we'll never be that men, quote unquote, or or we can just decide to be encouraged and be courageous and be strong and act like men and trust God to take us through it, to lead us as believers, to be the man that he's calling us to be. I think we can easily also answer all these questions in a God-honoring way If we step up and trust that God is in control of everything that is going on in our lives, everything. I think um, culture is, is, uh, how do I put this? 
culture is the absolute worst at defining manhood, especially nowadays. But this is nothing new. There's nothing new under the sun. It's happening for many, many, many years already. And it speaks to being weak in the home and the wife or girlfriend being more concerned about real things instead of the boy, right? It also speaks to spending your money on meaningless toys and entertainment. And none of that, none of that will never bring you ultimate satisfaction. But hey, you work hard and you have earned it, right? You deserve it, huh? It speaks to leaving any commitment that you have made when it stops making you happy. Again, you deserve it, right? To be happy. And you are a man. So when that doesn't happen, what do you do? What do men do? Just move on. Well, we need to be strong and we need to make wise decisions. Our culture does not define manhood. It defines selfishness. Our culture does not define manhood. It defines selfishness. It tells you to continue to remain being an immature boy who only cares about himself and no one else. That's reality. Just look outside. Just go take a walk around the mall later on. You'll see. You see it everywhere. Now, the Bible is the opposite. The Bible teaches to lead the home and to be concerned with the real things going on. 1 Timothy chapter 3, verses 2 and 5, it says, Therefore, an overseer must be above reproach, the husband of one wife, sober-minded, self-controlled, respectable, hospitable, able to teach, not a drunkard, not violent, but gentle, not quarrelsome, not a lover of not a lover of money. He must manage his own his own household well. And as we all know, if you've been in, in the church for quite some time, these are the characteristics of what the church considers to be a man of God, a man that can be a pastor, a, a leader in the church, a man that can be an elder in the church. But reality is that this is what every man needs to be hoping for, to be. We need to be able to be above reproach. We need to act like it. The husband of one wife, sober-minded, self-controlled. Your power is not how strong you are when things need to, when, when you need to do something or you need to protect your wife, or you need to make a decision. That, that The power comes from how well can you control yourself. You have to be respectable. And that's not something that you can do from one day to another. That's something that people see in you. And that is earned. Being respectable. Hospitable. How do you welcome people in your home? Able to teach right? How do you tell others how to behave? What the Bible says, how do you explain that? How, how do you do that? Well, being in the Word is, is one of those 
first step for you to get better and know what God is trying to say through the word, through his word, not a drunkard. And and, and it's not talking about not just drinking, because again, going back to self-control, if you know your power, you are as powerful as how you control yourself. So you can have a drink if you're able to control yourself. Yes, you can. Now, if you're not able to control yourself, you better stay away from that drink. Not violent, but gentle, not quarrelsome, not a lover of money. He must manage his own household well. How many of us have seen people in leadership in the church, in the church, and and their kids are all over the place? And hey, I'm not saying that that you have some sort of um, something going on how your kids behave uh, because um, it gets to a point that our kids are gonna are, are gonna decide their own hope, their own their own faith. But we as men, we need to pray for our kids and we need to trust that God has them in the palm of His hand, and that's not an easy thing to do. I know, I get it. So. Um, how do we lead our families? I mean, these are some of the things that we need to make an effort. And guys, we need to step up. We need to act like men. We need to be the men that God is calling us to be. And nothing is standing in your way except yourself, your selfishness, your sin. So we need to make a choice, an actual decision here and now to turn from those sins, to decide to follow Christ, including being obedient to what he is calling you to do. He will give you the strength and the power so that you can move through life with whatever comes your way, with encouragement and with confidence in the one who led by example for you, the one who died for you, the one who will continue to lead you. And that one is Jesus Christ, God's Son. Hey friends, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. This episode was brought to you by Syracom Tech, your virtual IT department. Did you know that your team can work from home just as if they were in the office with the right tech? Syracom Tech provides a wide range of services for your business. Syracom Tech provides cybersecurity services, cloud services, IT support, infrastructure build, phone systems integrations, and more. With more than 25 years of experience in the enterprise, Syracom Tech is here to serve you. You can book a free consultation by calling 720-819-7388. Again, the number is 720-819-7388. Also on the web at syracomtech.com. S-I-R-E-C-O-M tech.com. Until next time, God bless you.